Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you guys for joining us for another week of podcast. So we have contractors all the time coming in here. Whenever we are coaching or talking with a contractor, a lot of times they're talking about how a client is unreasonable or this client is angry for no reason. What did I do? I didn't, I didn't do, do anything, anything. wrong. Mm-hmm. What like this person is just difficult. This is a this is a client that, you know, just one of those nightmare clients. And if you start breaking it down, we figure out exactly what's going on. And I'd say 90% of the time, it is one thing missing from that contractor's repertoire, something that they can use easily to make that client a lot happier uh, and, and increase the enjoyability, the client satisfaction of the renovation. Yeah. And yeah. that is closing the loop. Uh, yeah. we, that's the term that we use all the time in, in, when we're talking with our clients uh, or with our contractors. And closing the loop means when uh, there is something open, when something opens in a circle in the brain of our uh, customers, we have to close the loop before they are satisfied, before they can relax and rest and say, okay, I can put this on the shelf because I understand what's going or what's going to happen. Right, right. right. Uh, essentially, by nature, it's the, 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 the type of communication that you're delivering to your clients. Yep. If it leaves them wanting, if it leaves them without understanding or expecting something different or you know, a, a little confused of what, when, how, that, yep. that type of stuff – um, it, it is it is learning how to close the loop on that yeah. for the mindset of your client. It's so, often vague communication mm-hmm. or or little communication to where it's um, you're not giving specifics, you're not letting them know when to expect things, mm-hmm. but you're saying, yeah, we'll be out there, uh, we'll get that taken care of. Yeah. You know? Well, and and I think in in business in general, but I think also specifically with contractors, just because. By nature of our business, things are always spinning and there's always a new fire mm-hmm. and uh, hemming myself into I will do this by this time. We try to steer clear of because yep. anything can happen and whatever. And yep. so instead of closing the loop on something and saying, this is what's happening, this is what I will do, and by this time you can expect this from me, which closes the loop for the client, mm-hmm. I leave it open and say, yep, absolutely, I'll get back to you shortly. Yep. I, I think – to give a great example of closing the loop outside of our industry, mm-hmm. uh, you think about a cable repairman, right? Yep. We've all we've all been sitting at home waiting for that guy to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be it, there sometime between eight and noon. Yeah, and so for four hours, I'm sitting there thinking, should I get on this conference call? I need to do the Zoom with this person. I need to make this other phone call. Is this guy going to be here? I don't know when. I'm a, and so for four hours, you're sitting there with, with thinking about the same thing. Hey, when's he going to be here? It's now. Eleven fourteen. Now it's eleven thirty six. And now yeah. it's eleven fifty eight. Okay, now it's twelve fifteen, and he's still not here. What's going on? And I've taken four, five, six hours of my brain capacity worrying about this thing. Yeah. As opposed to if the cable guy said, "Hey, I'm going to call you one hour before I, I'm on my way. It should be between eight and noon. You're my second stop, so I'd expect ten to twelve ish. But I'll tell you what, I will give you a call when I'm an hour out. Right." I now can close the loop and say, I'm not going to worry about this until he calls me. Yeah. And then I'll have one hour. Well, and I, I think uh, 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 to go along with that, yeah. 
um, if you if you look at that and you look at it from the perspective of the client, I said eight to noon. Then I clarified it that you're my second stop. I'll be there sometime between 10 and mm-hmm. noon, and I'll call you an hour ahead of time. So the loop is closed for that client, yeah. right? Once it ticks from 12 to 12.01, there's a new open loop. Yep, absolutely. Right? And and what happens is in the customer's mind, I mean, I think everybody can put themselves in the shoes of the person sitting at their house waiting for the cable guy to get there. Yep. At 12.01, I now think, what do I need to do? How do I need to get involved? Who do I need to call? Do I need to text somebody, call somebody, email somebody? I now feel like I need to get into the driver's seat of this thing that needs to get done instead of this cable guy being in the driver's seat, setting the expectation, and making sure if if there is a new open loop that he's closed it and there's clear understanding of what the client is going to expect. Absolutely. Let's – Let's start at the beginning. Let's walk through every instance or, or some of the major ones of a contractor, a, a GC, or a sub who, who might be listening to this. Every step of the way with the job, that loops get opened, yep. and, and it's hard. Oftentimes, we miss closing it. You get a, you, you get a, you get a phone call okay. from a client saying, hey, I'm interested in a new deck, a new basement, whatever. That there is an opportunity in just that instance to close the loop or leave it open. Mm-hmm. Leaving it open would say, yes, absolutely, we'd be glad to do that for yep. you. My estimator, my general manager, my you know who, my project manager will get you. We'll get in contact with you shortly. Can I get your phone number? Mm-hmm. Right. This decent customer service. You let them know what's going on, but you, they said they'll be uh, they'll get back with you shortly versus mm-hmm. saying what I'm going to do is I'm going to email um, I'm going to email this person with the details blah 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 yep. and then um, typically he gets back to people by the end of the day if not I'll follow up the next morning just to get just to make sure that you hear back but yep. you should hear back before the end of the day today yeah I think one of the biggest issues that of where the disconnect is here mm-hmm. is is Contractors, we we often are so involved in the weeds of a job, mm-hmm. and we're looking at what needs to come next for the job. We don't realize what a client's experiencing. Mm-hmm. We don't realize the other side of it that that there is a a person standing there trying to understand what's coming, what's happening, and how is it going to affect my life and my day to day. Who who starts off with uh, most of the time a limited understanding. Yep. Of how the experience is going to go. Yes. Yep. And so when you have that situation, uh, I might say, yes, I will let you know when I have an answer for you. Chill. Like, I'm. let me handle this project. Right. And on the other side of it, the client's like, I don't know if this means I need to rent an uh, apartment and move out for a couple months or if you're going to have this completed in the next two weeks. Like, what do you mean you don't know? Right. Right. And so for a client... They have zero understanding of what can come next, where we as contractors know, yeah, I'm, uh, this obviously will get figured out in the next week, and after that, we'll get started. And there's nothing that I can do from here to that point. Yeah, So get off in, my back. Any communication is going to be you know, upsetting communication, so I'm not going to do anything yep. until I have yep. some kind of answer. We're waiting for drawings from our architect. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, you know, I don't know when it's going to come back. I've emailed him, and he said he's going to do it. So I'll let the client know as soon as I know something. Right. 
that whole time the client's waiting because they're expecting every moment that passes the moment that you should be calling them. Yeah. And so if you call and every them, every moment that it goes longer and longer and longer, yep. the more the more frustrated the client's getting because they they don't they're in the blind. Yep. They they either think that the loop is open. The loop is open. Yeah. And they start thinking about crap. We we talked about this being done by this time. I've got this thing happening after that that I've planned, a party. I've got a vacation coming mm-hmm. after that that I'm not going to be around. So I've got four or five days here that I've lost, and I don't know what's going on. Is he just slacking off? Yep. Is, is, am I not important to him? Like All of those things start running through their head yep. in that point. And even if there is – I don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. I know I've been emailing. I've, I've made a phone call. I, I'm going to continue to do that. Um but if you wait till you have an answer and it goes a day, a week, two weeks, three weeks, you're, there is an open loop that is causing constant frustration and agitation to your client mm-hmm. that even a not great news phone call closes that loop yep. to say, hey, here's the deal. I've got the draw. I've got the information over to the architect. He's got everything he needs. Um, I've, I've emailed him twice a day, every day. Yeah. I'm I'm going to drive over to his office, and if I can't get a hold of him, we're going to hire yeah. a different architect. Typically, it takes you know three to five days. Typically, it takes two weeks. It mm-hmm. just depends. Whatever whatever your guy in the typical turnaround. Typically, it takes this amount of time. We're coming up on when it's going to exceed that. So I'm going to go ahead and be making sure to get in contact with them. And by the end of this week, if I haven't heard back with them. I'm going to call you back, and we're going to have a conversation of what we want to do. Here's here's the key defining factor in this. The, here is what you have to walk away from this understanding. When you haven't given them that information, they are frustrated with you. Right. When I come to my client and say, hey, I don't have an answer. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. If, this, if I can't figure it out this way, here's my plan B. But can you give me the time to figure this out? Then you're the good guy, and the issue is the bad guy. Right. Right, they're frustrated with the issue and the person that's not showing up and what's going on, but you are their advocate and you're the good guy. So mm-hmm. making that one phone call switches from being the guy that's frustrating them to the guy that's solving their problems. Right. You're not doing anything different. Right. You're just you're just telling them, I am on top of this, I care about this, I'm I'm fighting for you in this. We don't have an answer, but I'm gonna get it for you. And the and the big piece of that is you know, the I think one of the things you said at the beginning was uh, you know why, why customers are getting frustrated mm-hmm. and, and all the different stuff. And there's a lot of times in this in, in that scenario with the architect, the you're not doing anything wrong. Knowing I'm following up with the guy, and there's nothing that I can do until I get those drawings back. Yep. There's not a thing I can do. And so if you don't do any communication from the point point A to point B, and you finally get the drawings back, you haven't done anything wrong. Correct. But all of a sudden, the client calls, and they're frustrated, they're angry, and whatever, and you're like, dude, what? get off my back. What else I, am I supposed I, I, to do? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it it goes towards what you were saying. They are – you are the agitation, mm-hmm. right? And uh, by making that one phone call to let them know, here's what's going on, I have I, – I, I understand from your side you're probably feeling this way. This is what I'm doing to work to solve this issue. It is taking a little bit longer than expected, but here's what I'm doing to make sure that that gets taken care yep. of. That one phone call shifts the 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 thought towards you to mm-hmm. like, okay, he's working on it. He's advocating for me builds trust. and this job. It yep. builds trust. And I think the I think honestly the principle at the base of this 
that is difficult to do because as contractors, we know all the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. We know the the things that are normal. We know the things that we expect to be this way and it just happens that way. And the client doesn't. And but because we know it, we just kind of run, yeah. you know, run on that information because we know that to be what's a big norm. deal and what's not a big what's deal. a big deal and yeah. what's not a big deal. It's a great way to say it. And and the the problem with that is that's all focused on me and I'm not putting myself in my customer's shoes, which yeah. at the end of the day, that's my job that's the only is to that understand yeah. what my client wants, needs and what they might be feeling mm-hmm. and thinking. Right. And if I if I take the time to back up from what I'm normally doing, and think, OK, my last communication was this. These are the things that have happened since then. I bet you they're feeling this way. I bet you think they, they're thinking this or they may they're probably in the blind. Let me go ahead out here and have a conversation, call them and say, I'm going to be on site, send them an email, whatever it is, anticipating that there is an open loop. If you've communicated, anticipating that there's an open loop and there isn't one, wow, you've just over-communicated and you you can't go wrong, right? If they have an open loop and you've solved that by communicating and closed that loop with them, Mm -hmm. you're in a better space. And And the baseline function of that is putting yourself in your client's shoes. Yep. If you were them, what would you be experiencing, thinking, or feeling? Yeah, because everything's a big deal to them. For yep. us, most things, that's not a big deal. And then there's occasional, that is a big deal. we got to figure that out. Correct. For them, everything's everything a big deal yeah. until I let them know why it shouldn't be or, or what's going on with it. Right. <clears throat> running running through a job, like we said. So the first contact, they call the office, they call your cell phone, leave a message, and say, hey, i love to get an estimate from you. It takes you 24 hours 48 hours to get back to them for that whole time. They're thinking, uh, I wonder if he's going to come back. Maybe I should find someone else. Someone told me to call this guy and he's just nowhere. And they're in their head. They're constantly thinking about it. It's still the loop is open in terms of it's still causing friction in their brain that they ha- they don't know what's coming next on that. Right. As, if I say, if I answer or call them back within an hour and say, Hey, thanks for the call. I'd love to get an estimate uh, uh, over to you. I'll tell you what, I'm going to be back in the office Friday. I'm going to put on my calendar to give you a call. Can I call you Friday morning? We'll figure out a time next week that we can do an estimate, but I'm slammed this week. Does that work for your time schedule? They say, yeah, absolutely. That's great. I pull up my calendar, call back so-and-so, save. It's taken me three minutes at most. And your client doesn't think about it again until until, Friday. Until Thursday. Oh, yeah, I've got that. He's going to call me in the morning. Yeah. And so, uh, again, that's such a small thing. But it's, it's setting off that friction. How frictionless is working with this guy? How little headaches am I going to have working with this guy? And you're setting the tone for the rest. So then mm-hmm. you call them back Friday morning. You set up a time for next Tuesday. You're great. No n- oh, Loops are closed. Yep. You show up Tuesday. You get there on time. You, you do the estimate. You walk through. When you're leaving that estimate, are you saying, hey, I'm going to sit down. It's, I know it's Tuesday. We did the, We did this. I don't have time to sit down to write this till Thursday. Right. Can you give me till Friday to have it to you? Is that okay? And the client says, sure. If you don't do that, if you say, great, I, I, I'm, I'm out on the job site. I'm writing these notes. I've got this. Great. I'll let you know. Uh, let me throw this estimate together. I'll get this estimate back as quick as possible. And I leave the job. I've told them I'll get it back as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. For me, that means Friday. Right. That's as quick as I can. For them, right. he's going to drive straight home and do it and 
quick as possible might be this evening. Right. And so they're sitting in this evening with their wife laying in bed, refreshing their computer, saying, uh-huh. hey, uh, no, he hadn't emailed it to me yet. I, I'd really like to pick out that paint color. I wonder if we can do this. And they're anticipating, anticipating, anticipating. I really want those numbers. I really want to see it. I really want to see what it's going to cost. This is going to be the next year of my life tearing my house apart. Right. I need that. Right. And that's going on in their brain the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the the simple difference of I'll get this back to you as soon as possible versus I will get this back to you by Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to sit down Thursday and I'll let you know Thursday where we're at. But it'll be Friday morning probably before I email it over yeah. to you. Yeah. That simple commitment Closes the loop to where they're sitting in bed that night with his wife, not not refreshing the p- computer, saying, "Yeah, we'll see those numbers on Friday." How was your day, sweetie? Right, mm-hmm. and so there's no thought in their brain about when it's going to happen, when it's right. going to happen. Let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick, you're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is a foundation of growth. We've created ProStruct 360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruct360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions that add in sending work orders, email and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruct360.com. And that and that same thing goes all the way through to the point where you're doing when you're when you get the estimate you send it over to them yep. you want to review it with them like all the way up before you even swing swing yep. hammers on the job all of that stuff is uh, just the very beginning yep. of the job you haven't started anything yet and you think about and, and it may be it may be completely subliminal to yep. them but they might have one or two other contractors that are coming out and bidding on the same job that you are. Mm-hmm. And the subliminal thing is, if you are constantly working to close the loop on those things, they may realize it or not, but there is a sense of lack of agitation versus mm-hmm. agitation with the other guy. When is this, is he going to send it? Yep. Uh, he, he didn't really tell me when he was going to get it to me. Do I need to call him? Yep. Like I really, I, I got the one from Clark, but I, I need to get the other one because mm-hmm. I want to compare it. You know. Yep. And so there's there's an you're you're walking down the road of an approved sale of a job yep. just by closing the loop because the other guy is not. Yeah. It uh, you you could be apples to apples, the exact same estimate, the exact same dollar amount. You're going to win out either subliminally because they didn't realize it, but it just felt better with you. And it's going to feel better the rest of the time. And and what, one of the things that we, we always say is that our job is to deliver an experience. Mm-hmm. We Our product is paint and all this stuff, but our job is to deliver an experience. And the very beginning, the first few steps of that are the 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 what's the first page of a book the the beginning where the preface, the preface yeah. it is the preface of how is this story going to be told yep right yep. it's the thing that like you know what I, I i like the way this felt better and if mm-hmm. that's the way this job is going to go it felt like he was thinking about me he was already yep. advocate i want this guy to yep. do it and sometimes and, and in our case in our gc company there's a lot of times we get chosen over somebody else, yeah. and we are more expensive. Yeah, just just by ha- happen to whatever they can trust it is. us. They know mm-hmm. we're going to show up. We do what we say we're going to do. It's it's the experience that they're willing to pay for. Yeah, 
Uh, well, in, in, in the middle of a job, we already talked about one, one piece of it, well, right? Well, if we're still walking through the job, before even getting into the job, we do something that we've talked about a hundred times. Right. The client engagement agreement meeting. The client mm-hmm. engagement meeting where we do a CEA. Right. That meeting is literally closing about 48 loops <laughs> that are and stopping them from opening throughout the job. Right. Right. We've talked about this a hundred times. I'm going to email you twice a week. I walk your jobs on Monday. And I want you to know every Monday I'm available to walk it with you. You'll get a communication from me either two, uh, usually on Tuesdays when I'm sending invoices. And then on Friday, I usually like to tie up the end of the week. Right. We right. say that in every client engagement agreement. And so they know if I want to walk with the job with this guy, I, he's going to be out there Monday for sure. And that's when I'll plan it. I also know you're going to send me an email on Tuesday and Friday. If you're doing those things, I've got no communication loops open. I'm right. not like, what's this guy doing? Why isn't he doing? All of that is closed. Because I've, I've, I've already set those expectations up front to not have open loops on those things. Yep. So we do that. The client engagement is literally avoiding open loops. Yep. I mean, that's, what, that's all it is, setting it up. Yep. And then you start the job, right? And uh-huh. you get into the job. And now, now it's not our guys will be out there on Thursday. It's our guys will be there Thursday at 9 a.m. They've got to hit Home Depot first and do X, Y, and Z uh, to where the client isn't getting up like uh, I guess six a.m. They might be here, so let's get out of the house and let's get ready for them. And right. three hours later, no one's still here, and it's already nine, and no one's here, right? And and they for those three hours, where's the guy? Should I call? Should I call Jared? You know, let, ask where? No, no, he said they're going to be here today. Let's just wait. But they're still not here. Where are they? Right? right. And so the that's the frustration. That's the loop. That's the agitation. I think is the good word mm-hmm. for it. Of oh, no, the, I, I'm the, not mad at you. I'm just like there's an agit like. Uh, I'm not the, settled. If if there's an open loop it, to the client, it feels like there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And hey, I need to raise a flag. Yep. Because you said, and they're not here, so I need to raise a flag it's, for you. It's and be a like, pending problem. Correct. It's, I, I've got the feeling that a problem's coming because yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And there's not a problem. Yeah. But now your client's acting like there's a problem. Uh-huh. And you're like, this person's crazy. Why? Like, I, I hate this client. They they're so annoying. No. They just see this problem coming because they don't know what's coming next, and so it's obviously going to be an issue. Well, and and uh, you know, one of the things that is incredibly frustrating as a contractor is when a client feels the need to jump in the driver's seat. Yep. Right. Yep. To come in and I I don't trust you to steer and drive me in the right right direction because. Over and over and over, there have been things that I've had to be like, hey, did you know that this is, mm-hmm. hey, this loop is, uh, you, you never told me what's, so I, by leaving loops open, it, by nature of that, is going to drive a client to feel like, you know what, I'm going to have to, if I want this to go smooth, if I want this to go well, I need to jump in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And that is where you end up with just problem child jobs that mm-hmm. just are agitation on both sides. From the entire way all the you way, you lose reputation and you lose money on those jobs. Yep. Yeah, yep. and it, and it starts with it because it's a trust issue. Yep, uh, I can't I can't trust you to do things correctly or right because you're always leaving me in the blind. Yep, so I'm going to come in and I'm going to make sure that I'm on top of it. So if you're a contractor or anybody else listening mm-hmm. to this, this really mm-hmm. goes goes to any business. Absolutely, in terms of if you if you've got clients or customers that you service. But if you if you are listening to this and say, okay, how do I take steps to start doing this? Yeah. First off, you are going to try to think today about your clients that you currently have and say, what information do they need from me? Mm-hmm. What information do they need from me? Every day, 
spend 30 minutes before you leave your house thinking about those clients. What do they need to know from me today? Yep. What are they, what are, what are the open loops? What are things that they, that I can communicate to them that they don't know about this job? <laughs> well, and I, I think to prioritize those, mm-hmm. uh, a question that I always ask is which, which phone call do I not want to make? Yeah. <laughs> that will help <laughs> what, you. Yeah. Right. It, it's like, oh yeah, I don't really have a good answer for them. I know they're already a little frustrated. I know. And so you try to avoid them or whatever. Yeah. Those are the more, most important most ones important. because there's I, open I talked loops. To, I talked to Steve on Friday and he was really pissed that I didn't have drawings back from the from the architect and I still don't have it's them. now Wednesday and I still don't have them and the architects blowing me off. Yeah. So I, I just, hopefully Steve doesn't realize and I can get something back by, by this Friday before Steve realizes, right? Steve has realized uh-huh. he's thought uh-huh. about it today more than you've thought about it today. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's, and the, what's, it's what's the better call. leaving it out there in blind, putting your head in the sand, like an ostrich and hoping that it's fine. And Steve's mad the whole time or Hey, hey. I know this is frustrating. Uh, here is what I'm going to do now. Yep. Hey, Steve, I'm escalating I, this to this level, yep. right? I'm frustrated. I, it, he's, it feels like he's blowing us off. I've got another architect I'm going to contact. Most likely I'm never going to go to that second architect because I've already put a deposit down with the first yeah, guy. Right. But here's our plan B. If mm-hmm. this doesn't fail, here's our worst case scenario. Right. And so this is – can you give me till Friday? I'm going to call him every single day. If by Friday I don't hear from him, I'm driving to his freaking office. I know yeah. where he, he works out of. I will figure out and get some sort of an answer, whether it's a date that's three months away or our drawings back today. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep trying until I get that information from him. And then Steve, all of a sudden, is like, great. I'll know on Friday you'll, you're, that you're handling this, and I don't need to be worried about it. Right. Um, I think the main point, though, with everything we're saying is changing your focus on think, of how you think of things, right? Uh, uh, as we've said – a really good company is looking at what do I need to give to the client? What do I what do I need to get from the client? What do That's I right. need to get this job what going? What do I need from the well, client okay, I need to, to get things done? I need done. to schedule my, my granite guy. I need to schedule uh, the cabinets. What do I need to do to get this job done? But a great company is thinking through what, do, what does my client need from me? Mm-hmm. What does my client need from me? What does that client need information-wise? I already know this. Let me handle this. No, let me go ahead and just share it with them. Let yep. me tell them as much as I can. That separates the good from the great companies. Yep. Is, I think the distinguisher of that is the first statement is, I am here to deliver a product and, and get the money that you yep. owe me for delivering the product. Yep. Um, the second statement is, my job is customer service yeah. and to deliver what you want. That vision of your new kitchen, that vision of yep. you and your kids playing in your new finished basement, whatever it is, like it is, it is the partnering with your client and delivering the experience yep. and customer service. It's that's the that's the shift in mindset. It is. It is. Most contractors run their job like they bought the house themselves and they're going to renovate their own house. Mm-hmm. So I like if you just leave me alone, I can do this. Yeah. The problem is they're missing the entire second main part of their job which is the client experience mm-hmm. and communicating this stuff to them. So it's not leave me alone and let me do my job. It's right. come here, let me explain to you what's going to be happening right. so you don't have any concerns. Well, and the, what does the client need from me? Well, the client needs from me to know the details about the job. So instead of what do I need from the client, I need the paint colors, I need this, I need this, I need this. The client needs for me to know that information, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a different approach. It's, yep. a, it's still getting the same thing. It's just a different approach of yep. getting at it. Try for the next two weeks, every morning, asking yourself those questions 
about every single client. What do they need to hear from? What is unknown in their brain? Mm -hmm. What can I pass to them? Right. If you do that on every single day for the next two weeks, thinking about that, your clients will be happy. Yeah. Very happy with you in two weeks from now. I yep. promise you that. Absolutely. Close the loop. Close the loop. Close the podcast. <laughs> Thank uh -huh. you guys so much for listening, and we'll yep. see you next week. See you next time. All right. Company.